Welcome to the Eight Keys of Sales Excellence podcast, powered by Sales Awakening. Join the sales and marketing community that have made the choice to strive for excellence both personally and professionally. Now, please welcome your host, Craig Francisco. Hi, everybody. It's Craig Francisco with Sales Awakening. In just a few seconds, I'm going to roll over to the live interview with David Birch that took place this morning. It's our very first uh, live interview for the Eight Keys of Sales Excellence podcast. There are some phenomenal nuggets of wisdom that you're going to get out of this podcast. So please stick with it. It's 20 minutes long, maybe Um, just short of that. It's, you know, we did this about 6 a.m., so it takes us just a couple minutes to get things rocking and rolling, but please pay attention. Super excited that we had David on. Uh, Again, great man, very successful from the beginning. He's went through the tough times, and he's got some wisdom to share with you, so I hope you enjoy it. I have my first guest on the Eight Keys of Sales Excellence podcast. Super excited to have David here, and I'll... I'll give you a little background, and then I'll, David, I'll let you introduce yourself to the to the audience. So I have had the pleasure of knowing David Birch for, uh, Dave, I believe it's like twenty seven years. Kind of hard to believe, but uh, we spent some time together in college, and then moved out to San Diego, where we both um, really kind of started our careers and and began to um, achieve a little bit of success. So. Um, Super excited to have David here. And, and David, if you don't mind, could you just tell everybody a little bit about what you're doing today and just maybe just a little bit of an update on yourself? Yeah, sure. So I, uh, that, that, that's very correct. My life began when I met you, which was <laughs> uh, 20, I think it probably is 27 or almost 30 years ago now. Um, it, so I did out in uh, California. We began working out there. I've, I've been in um, the sales industry, leading sales teams and managing businesses um, for about 26 years now. Uh, I, I moved into the, to the finance industry and through banking and lending about 20 years ago. And that's what I've been doing ever since. That's awesome. So, David, what we're going to talk about today is what it takes to be a winner. So it's, um, we can go off in a few directions as needed, but what I really want the audience to take away today is, you know, in this day and age, especially with tech communication and all the noise that's coming at us so fast on a daily basis, it's very easy to get distracted. And I, I come across, you know, people on a daily basis that are struggling, that are stuck, that are maybe confused on what they need to do to be successful. And so I want to, I want to kind of, take you back you know a couple decades here and let's even start with with your first job outside of college you know what did you do Um, did you know at that point in time what it took to be successful or you know tell us a little bit about how you went about your day well I think in the beginning I didn't really I, I was I mean I grew up with um let's say not the the best situation so I didn't have a lot of guidance as I was growing through high school. So I got out of high school and got out of college and luckily met up with some folks that, you know, helped me to recognize the things that are important. Um, 
the first job I had, I was actually working in production. So when I moved uh, out of college, out from Ohio to California, I wanted to be a movie star. And so uh, that was that. that can I ask you a question? <laughs> we got to talk about this. So was that really a goal when you left college? Were you really going out there to be a movie star? Yes. Nice. That was okay. my goal. I love it. Yep. I hope I didn't so like, I, take I, you off that track. Well, I got, I happened into uh, a couple of different meetings where I met some folks, luckily. Um, uh, Florence Babbitt was one uh, woman I got the chance to meet who was in advertising, one of the big advertising agencies. And she connected me to a woman by the name of Sadie Pollock, who was a production uh, coordinator. And she gave me my first real job out of school. I, I worked in the production uh, world for TV commercials, just on and off for the first part when I was out in California. And so I think when I look at that, I look at individually what I learned from people like Sadie Pollack. She was exceptional at her job and she was very organized. So I learned from her that, you know, organization and structure are things that will create the right outcomes. As I progressed, I, I, I was, I did not become a movie star. So we transitioned to, um, uh, to sales quickly after that. And another person in my life that was very important to me is Frank Gennetti. And I took a lot from him. Um, one of the biggest things I took from him is a, is a never quit. Don't allow others to um, push you down or, or, or you don't, because people would always think that things aren't possible. He was a person that everything was possible. And so I, I learned uh, that from him. And then throughout my career, I learned from other other people that I got connected with. So but much of it was just simple, simple things uh, create the most results. And, and that's what I found, uh, you know, early on. Yeah, let me let me just interrupt you there real quick. And so, it, you know, those I know Frank personally, wonderful man. Hopefully he gets a chance uh, to, to listen to this this interview at some point in time. But so, yeah, Frank, very simple great message you know it's very easy for everyone to understand it it's not complex but why do you think so few are able to execute um i think because they execution albeit simple is also hard because execution is about doing the simple things which can be difficult every day of your life. And I think that people get distracted because those types of things are difficult. For example, when, when you're trying to build a center of influence base of, of uh, folks that are going to be able to give you business, if you're building business, picking up the phone every day and making 20 phone calls and 10 of them, they hang up on you and five of them, they're not interested in and just doing that process every day is painful. That's why I don't have six pack abs, right? Cause I don't want to do, right. I don't want to do sit-ups every day <laughs> and there's people that do and, you know, but I'm willing to take other measures to, to stay healthy, but I'm just not willing to get up right. and do that work every day. And so I think it's, uh, it's the fact that the, the things that create execution are difficult, simple yet difficult to execute to. Don't you think, when you think about that, I think that's a great explanation. Don't you, don't you believe sometimes that we are playing a game inside, inside our own heads on a daily basis? Oh, I completely do. Yeah, and others are playing uh, games in our head as well. 
And, and I, there's a book that I read um, probably about 10 years ago, the first time now I was at a convention and the basketball coach for uh, the Butler Bulldogs. He's now the coach of the Boston Celtics. I can't think of his name, but yes. I, I was in that session and I actually raised my hand and I said, when you're teaching your kids about perseverance, you know, the person that's sitting on the end of the bench, that's not playing. How do you do that? And he says, well, the first thing that I do is I have every student, every one of my uh, athletes at the beginning of the year reads a book called As a Man Thinketh. And it's about 150 years old. And I got it first then. And I, re- I read it now, I would say, 100 times. Because awesome. it's all about what comes into your head, what you allow to get planted in your head. If you allow people to say negative things and you absorb those things, if you think negative things and you allow that to fester, your brain and your reactions create the outcomes. So you, you constantly have to be motivating yourself to drive your brain to get the things done that you need to get done. And so, <clears throat> you know, this, whether you're watching, I mean, on my phone here, I'll have all kinds of motivational videos that I'll watch just by myself because it is, it takes effort to stay motivated and it takes effort to uh, resist the temptation to allow people to plant the, 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 the seeds of weeds in your head. Yeah, I think that's, that's great. So as a man think of, I'll have to, uh, hopefully everybody will take a note, go get that book and, and definitely take some time to read it. The one thing just to kind of piggyback on that, and this is the, and you're so right about, you know, staying focused, staying the course, having patience. I, I think so many people in this day and age want things to happen immediately. Um, they want success today. So they believe that they're going to you know, take on a new role in sales and there's commission base. They want to have success now today. And that's just not, that's not how the world works. What would you have to say to those people that maybe struggle with patience? Well, I've, I, I have struggled with patience. I think in earlier in my career, I, I, I wasn't, it wasn't as much about patience with um, success as it was patience with others um, that maybe didn't have, or that I didn't think had the same sense of urgency. Many did. I just perceived it the wrong way because the way my head was working back then. Um, but when you think about it from a career perspective, I agree. And so a lot of folks come to me for conversation and counsel on topics like that. And the first thing that I would always say to people is that your career can move very quickly if you master where you are. So if, if you're more focused on where you want to be and where your next step is or what's happening for you next, you then stop mastering where you're standing. So for me, I've always tried to be the absolute best at what I was doing at the moment. And once I recognized that ability, then I would, you know, I would always be, you know, looking for other things. But I think at the same time, people start looking for you. When you are number one at what you do or number two or five or six out of 100, opportunity finds you. You don't have to really look for it that much. So I would say study, read, master, practice, you know, really become 
a master at what it is that you're doing at the moment, no matter what it is. Doesn't matter if you're if you're working at McDonald's and you're you're making cheeseburgers. Be the absolute best at that. Be on time. Be early. Be clean. Do your job perfect. Be admired by your peers. And next thing you know, you're running the McDonald's. That's how it works. Yeah. Yeah, that's so awesome. So one of our, you know, the eight keys of sales success is, uh, it's called this is it. And that totally ties into what you're saying. And this is it to me is like, this is the moment. This is your time. You have to act, have to achieve. You know, it's all about your attitude, your effort, but it's in the moment, just like you, you described. So I think that's, that's phenomenal. That's, I, I really, you know, that's if, if one nuggets that people can take away from this podcast i think that last you know couple minutes i think is is going to be really critical and we'll make sure that we get that out to everybody um as often as possible one thing david just um i want to talk about failure because you know we all go through it and you know i've failed gazillion times and you've got to pick yourself up and move forward and unfortunately there's so many so many people look at failure as a negative I'm just curious as to what to your path where you started sweeping hair salons, right, for as your part-time job in college, to where you are today as a senior vice president and, and very successful. You've failed before, right? So how do, how did you push forward, and how did you you know how did you make it happen? Well, that's interesting, Craig, because I actually have never failed at anything. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll talk to your wife. She'll she will correct you on that. Um, you know, I have, I, yeah, I, I think that part of selling and if you're, if you're going to be successful in, in sales, you will have failures every day. So inherently, I think those folks that find themselves not attracted to this opportunity are the ones that can't internally deal with that daily failure that occurs because you're just not going to make every deal you're not going to get everybody on the phone you're going to say the wrong thing at times you're going to learn from that and i think that's the biggest piece so the failures that i had that remain failures are the ones that i didn't learn from right so i didn't take anything and most of the time in in sales my brain was very attuned to adapting when i failed so i would think about and, and I've always been big on role playing and practicing. So kind of fail in private or fail in practice as opposed to, to failing in front of others. You know, we, we, I talk to sales teams a lot about, you know, how you, if you've practiced the situation 10 times and you've chosen to do that and your peer has not, you're 10 steps ahead of that person when you get into a sales situation. So, right. you know, allow yourself to fail in private or fail with a friend. Um, so from a, from a, uh, a sales perspective, I, I feel like I have my career adapted when I failed. I will tell you that from a professional perspective, I was not as good early on. And even today at times when I fail at something, which is usually an interpersonal communication situation where I'm engaging with somebody and, you know, earlier in my career, I was failing daily at some of those things. And I wasn't paying attention and I would even have people that would mention that to me because I was I was a bit of a bulldog um, earlier in my career. And, and, you know, I left a few people in the dust in those situations and I didn't uh, learn from them quickly enough. So 
I imagine that those are the biggest failures that I have that I still regret today and that I didn't maybe wasn't paying attention to as well as I should have. Um, but I think, you know, the failure comes in a lot of different uh, packages. No, that's great. I appreciate you sharing, sharing that with us. So now just to kind of wrap things up, David, I want to talk about, you know, your career. I, I believe we're, we're still young. We're halfway, halfway there. We've got lots of room left and I guess it all depends on, on how long you, you plan to work and what you consider to be work. But at the end of the day, when you're, when your bell rings and your time is done, what is it that you hope you've left this world that maybe they could look back on and learn from? Kind of a big yeah, question. Yeah, that's, huh? that's a great question. I think first and foremost, it would be to my family, right? That I've, you know, everything I've done yep. in my career, I think I've been successful to whatever measure that is. Much of it comes from wanting to provide for my family. So I would hope at at the end of my career, my, my family would, would, uh, I would have done that and they would have seen that. And I think that's probably the, the, the piece. Um, and I also, I mean, my, my goal in when I'm working is to help as many people as I can. So if from someone wants advice or if someone is in need of, let's say someone's working for me and they, they're not, they don't see how talented they are themselves. I'd like to try to, gravitate to those, those situations and um, help them see their greatness and help them find outcomes that are better than what they may have expected for themselves. I think that's, an, that's important to me. Um, the, and it, I think there's, there's another book that I read uh, that I, and I still read often and I share with others. It's called The Four Agreements. And a lot of this lines up with your uh, eight keys of sales excellence as well from a you know, integrity piece, but there's these four agreements. One is be impeccable with your word, which is just be good, right? Be honest right. Be, yep. and uh, try not to take anything personally. Um, don't make assumptions as you're moving through life that other people are thinking certain things because it only clouds your brain and you're not really sure what that is. And then the last one is just to do your best. And I think for me, um, that is what I will do. And that's where I've kind of, re you know, set my head at this point is, is when I come into work, am I giving every bit that I can? Am I doing the absolute best that I can? And, and if I am giving and, and doing the best that I can, and, and I treat people with respect, I think at the end of the day, when I retire, I, I would imagine that that would be what would be more recognized than the number of deals I made or the business that I built. I think it would be how I have um, succeeded or failed as a person. That's awesome. What would it mean to you if you had so some of these people you've trained and mentored, you know, over your, your career and you continue to do it? What would it mean to you if, if you receive a phone call and you're 75 and you're in your retirement home kicking back on a rocking chair still hustling still probably making something happen but what would it mean to hear from somebody that uh you know that moment you engage with them 30 years ago changed their life and they were able to be you know successful in their own mind well i think that would be cool i, I think i think it would be it would be neat really for me in that situation to to get past the the, the accolade part and just listen to what their journey was like yeah. and where it took them and 
all the things that they were able to do and um, the outcomes that they had and how that impacted their families. And I think that would be, um, you know, really kind of a fun conversation to have. I mean, I think the initial piece would be would be meaningful, obviously. Uh, sure. But then just seeing the results of that, I think, would, would be the best part of the conversation for me. Well, that's awesome. And I listen, I appreciate your time. We're at uh, close to 20 minutes. So I want to make sure that I respect your time and what you're trying to achieve today. And I want to leave you, David, with with something. It's, uh, you know, our 25, 27 years ago, whatever it was, when you and I spent a lot of time together and first left school, went out to San Diego with, you know, with no money. We were dead broke, sleeping on the floor and looking for jobs, looking through the classifieds back then there, you know, there really wasn't uh, the internet presence and, and uh, you know, what you just talked about today and shared with the audience, those really, that's what rubbed off on me and allowed me at times of when I was confused and scared as a young lad, didn't know which way to go. You know, your, um, your attitude, your excitement, your passion helped me achieve some greatness. So I want to thank you for that. That's uh, something that I'll never forget. Well, I appreciate that. And likewise to you watching you move and the things that you've done and, you know, it's been great. And I know we do have a long, uh, long runway here still to get a lot more. Depth. Heck yeah, so I'm man. excited about that. And I'm excited for the, yeah, well, you'll be, you'll be. The, uh, of what you're doing with the sales awakening. Yeah. This is, I think it's, it's going to be fun, yeah. man. It's going to be a blast. Yeah. I will have you on as the number 100 podcast guest. So you're the first one and you're going to be number 100 as well. Perfect. Well, I'm excited. Take might take might take a little while. It might be more in a week or two, but I'll, I'll definitely get back to you. All right, buddy. Take care now. All right, Dave. Have a great day, man. Thank you. See ya. Thank you for listening to the 8 Keys of Sales Success podcast. Please subscribe to our channel and visit our website at www.salesawakening.com for additional sales and marketing content. Remember, we all have a choice to be excellent. Make the choice today.